Welcome to the Shea Speaks podcast, where together we're going to break the chains. We're going to shatter all of those glass ceilings, and we're going to overcome the obstacles that stand between you and the life that God has called you to live. No longer will you say why you can't rise to the next level of you. I don't know about you, but I love me some girl talk. And if you do, pull up a seat and let's get to it. Hello, hello, my friends, and welcome back to this week's episode. I'm excited to hang out with you guys. I have been absolutely loving all of your feedback that you guys message me or email me and send over to me about what these episodes have been doing for your life. And I love that. Um, My love language is words of affirmation. So (laughs) when you message me these things, it just fills my heart up so much because sometimes I feel like I'm just talking to a microphone and I'm like, do people even really want to listen to this? Do they care about this? And then I get those messages and it just makes it all worth it. And so I'm thankful that you guys are here along this journey with me in this space where I just get to sit in front of this microphone in my office and just have a moment to just share my heart with you every single week. And so this week, I'm going to kind of cover something that is presently on my heart, something that I actually had a huge aha moment with last night. Um, It did end up in tears, but they were such good tears. It was almost like this weight had been lifted off of me. And so today we're going to talk about creating healthy boundaries in your life. Um, Some of you don't know how to create boundaries at all, and you just absolutely don't even have them. Some of you have boundaries, but they may not be in a healthy way. And some of you guys may be struggling with actually having boundaries and feeling like you're not a good person or that it makes you a bad person, that you have too many boundaries and you feel like you're like, oh my gosh, I'm better than everyone. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And so we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about how to create them, what they are. And we're going to hopefully by the end of this episode, you will have that same feeling that I had last night of just feeling like this immense elephant was just taken off of my shoulders that I've struggled with my entire life. So I feel like many of us have been taught that having boundaries is like an inherently unloving and unchristian like thing. It's like, I don't want to have boundaries because I don't want to push people away or have to be confrontational or have to tell people like, I don't want to do that because of X, Y, and Z. We have a fear of being judged or feeling like we're being too much for having boundaries over our hearts, our minds, um, what we involve ourselves in and what our environment are, what makes us uncomfortable versus what doesn't. And I feel like what boundaries are is they aren't so much keeping people out, but rather keeping yourself in. I'm going to say that again. Boundaries aren't so much keeping people out, but rather keeping yourself in in. So as I was kind of preparing what I was going to talk to you about with this and just taking notes, I actually saw this quote and it said, the whole point of having boundaries is that we can contain ourselves within the parameters of where I stop and where others begin, where it, where you'd like draw a line in the sand is what a boundary is. It's, this is where I'm going to stop and others begin. This is what you're going to go do. That's great, but I'm not going to do it. And so I am somebody who is not confrontational. Can I get an amen? Okay, some of you are like, yeah, Cheyenne, I am, so I don't know what to do. I don't know how to help you with that, but I'm not confrontational. And something I've struggled with my entire life is I definitely have boundaries, but I felt like they were unhealthy. I felt like it set me apart and made me feel like, do I think I'm better than these people? Like, do I feel like I'm holding myself to a different standard than these people? Like, do I look at people differently because I don't want to participate in that? Like, I felt like my boundaries were almost too much. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, You feel like you have all these boundaries for yourself. And those of you that don't have boundaries and you're like, what the heck? No, I don't know what that's like. We'll get there. Okay. But for now, I'm talking to the people 
that have felt like me for when you cut that person out or you stop talking to that friend or you ended up that relationship and you're like, am I being too extra? Like, should I just get over it and not worry about how this makes me feel and just keep doing it? And I've, I felt that way and I've struggled with that for a really long time. I've had friends that I've cut out over things that they've said to me or things they've said to other people about me. I've cut family out because of decisions that they make. And I'm like, am I not giving people enough grace? Am I holding them to too high of a standard and like I should change my expectations of people. Like I have walked through so many things and feelings and emotions over my own boundaries. And so I went to counseling. I told you guys in a couple of episodes that I started counseling a couple months ago and it has truly changed everything for me. If you have been contemplating going to just talk to somebody about maybe a past trauma or something that you're holding on to, or maybe you just want to talk, I don't know, go. Okay. And I, you know, a lot of people have Said, and I've got messages of how I chose the counselor that I went to. I wanted a Christian counselor. I did not want to just go to any random person that I don't know that isn't a Christian or maybe doesn't teach their Christian principles through their counseling because I could just go to a friend and say the things that I want to get off my chest and listen to their opinion. I don't want a human opinion. I can get that anywhere. I want Christian biblical advice. And so that's what I found. I found a Christian counselor who, when I ask questions or I'm struggling with something, he gives me a foundation of a Bible verse of where can I find if this is right or wrong to feel this way, if I should change the way I view this, how I can walk through this trauma, how I can break this chain. And so last night I actually went to my appointment and we started talking. He was telling me a story about someone else. And I was like, yeah, I actually feel like I struggle with boundaries. And he said, you know, explain that. What do you mean? And I was like, I've cut out a lot of people out of my life and I literally cut them out so easy. I don't know if anyone's like me, but it doesn't take much for me to cut people out of my life. If you disrespect me, if you do me wrong in some way, I'm not going to ever tell you. I'll never tell you if you hurt my feelings or if you crossed a line, but I just simply won't talk to you again. Um, And not in a like, I block them and remove them from my life, but I just won't cater to it. I will try to act like I'm busy or I'll say, you know, you know what I mean? Like you catch my drift. Like I just don't cater to the relationship anymore. And I was like, I don't, I feel like it makes me a bad person. And he looked at me and he said, having boundaries is healthy. Having boundaries is protecting yourself, keeping yourself in and not so much keeping others out, but it's keeping yourself in. You know what's too far. You know what doesn't make you happy. You know what makes you feel wrong because you have a sense of discernment from the Lord. What is your plan? You're going to feel wrong doing things that are not something you want to do that's not a part of your plan. And so when it comes to that, I have cut people out a lot in my life. And maybe this was a relationship you were in. Maybe this was a friendship from high school. Maybe this is your own family. For many of you guys that have listened to the episodes up to this point, you know that I don't have a relationship with my mother. And that was what I chose to do to protect myself. Growing up, I didn't have the option to cut that family member out because I lived with her. You know, she was my mother and I was with her every day. But in my adult years and over the past three years that it's almost been, I made the decision to create a boundary for myself to protect my own mental health, my heart, my soul, my mind, my future, my future family, and just say, you know, it's not you, it's my boundary. It's you can't cross where you've been crossing. I don't want to be hurt anymore. I don't want to feel this way. And I can honestly say that obviously it's done emotional damage and that's not I'm not discrediting any of that, but I will say that it has been a relief to not have to deal with the hurt and the trauma and the things that came along with not having that boundary. Does that make sense? So 
I've had friendships that I've cut out over things that were spoken about me, over the way that I was disrespected. And I talked to him and I was like, I don't give second chances. (laughs) I don't give a lot of grace because I guess I hold people to the same standard that I hold myself. And I don't give people second chances. I don't give them, and I'm definitely not going to give them a third chance. And he was like, there's nothing wrong with having boundaries. And he shared this story with me. And I hope that it resonates with you the way that it resonated with me. But he said, did you know that... Jesus had boundaries for himself too. You know, I think that often, like I said in the beginning, that boundaries are viewed as something that's a negative thing of that we have to hurt someone in the process of keeping them away from doing something we don't like or that we're uncomfortable with. And it talks about in Mark chapter three. So Mark chapter three, this section is talking about how Jesus is choosing his 12 disciples. And it says in Mark chapter three, verse 20, when Jesus was, he entered the house and he was in a crowd of people and his family tried to take him away. They said he's out of his mind. They thought that Satan had possessed his mind and that him talking to all these people about God and like what was going on, that it, that he was possessed. And so his mother and his brothers come to where Jesus is. And it says, then Jesus, Jesus's mother and brothers came to see him. This is verse 31. They stood outside and sent word for him to come out and talk with them. There was a crowd sitting around Jesus and someone said, hey, Jesus, your mother and your brothers are outside asking for you. Jesus replied, who is my mother? Who are my brothers? Then he looked at those that were around him and said, these are my mother and brothers. Anyone who does God's will is my brother, sister, and mother. So his own mother, and I didn't even know this story. And when he was telling me this, I was like, that is so powerful. His own mother and brothers, he denied them. He put his hand up and said, these are my brothers and my mother. These people that lift me up, that believe in me, that believe in God, that believe in the story that I'm sharing They are my mother and brothers, not the ones that are standing here knocking at my door, trying to tell me all of these things and think that I'm crazy and trying to get me away from this because they think that I'm out of my mind. When I heard that, I just immediately got a knot in my throat and I was like, I have beat myself up my entire life for feeling like I think, let me, let me tell you why I feel this way. Let's just cover this up real quick. How many of you have ever heard from somebody that's like, oh, you think you're just too good for us? Or you go do something good in your life and you're in a good space and you're in a good headspace and things are going well for you. And either that friend or that family member or whatever is like, oh, you think you're too good for us now. Oh, you found success. So you're not good enough for this. They only come to you when it's convenient. They mock you. They make jokes at you. They make stabs at you. That's what I'm talking about. So then I get in my own head and I'm like, do I think that I'm better than them? Am I being too harsh? Should I give them more chances? And the, the answer is no. If you don't have people that are surrounding you, that love you, that are going to support what you're doing, encourage you, make sure that you're making good choices, following the plan that the Lord has for you, calling you higher. If they're not doing any of those things, it doesn't matter if they are blood related, friends, your husband, your spouse. If they are not supporting you, that's when you need to have a conversation about setting your boundaries and making sure that you are protecting yourself. And I really encourage you to go read Mark 3 because it was so powerful to me to see that Jesus has boundaries too, right? It says Proverbs 25:17, let your foot be seldom in your neighbor's house, lest he have his fill of you and hate you. So that's saying 
don't go, don't often go in your neighbor's house if he is not going to, you know, bring you higher, bring you around better people, be a good example for you. Because the more that you do that, the more you're crossing a boundary that you have for yourself and protecting yourself. And so imagine what having boundaries could do in your relationship, in your kids' relationships, in business, in your faith, in your friendships. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about in your relationship with your spouse, okay? Maybe he's your husband, your boyfriend, maybe you're engaged, whoever it is. Let's talk about that. How many of you, when you first started dating this person, you're like, okay, things are going great. And then bam, something happens. We would call that a red flag, okay? Why is it a red flag? Because it's crossing a boundary that you have set where you say, this isn't gonna work. This isn't good. I don't like this. That's a boundary. That is a healthy boundary that you have. And so let's say that it's the way that he speaks to you. Maybe he raises his voice in an argument and you immediately, you're like red flag. I don't like the way that you're having a conversation with me. This is where you have a healthy boundary and you say, Hey, I don't appreciate the way that you were speaking to me. And I think that we need to have a conversation about that because going forward, that isn't okay with me in the way that we're talking. Cause it's not going to create a healthy communication here. And we're not going to get anywhere because you're speaking out of anger and not out of a communication for us to find a solution here. See what I mean? If you're not willing to put your foot down about a boundary that you have, if that was the situation, guess what? He's going to continue speaking to you that way because you haven't laid down the law. You haven't said, hey, this crosses something that I don't like. We need to have a talk about it, okay? How many of you have ever had your spouse's family way too involved in your relationship because neither one of you have addressed boundaries and having a mother-in-law coming in or an aunt come in that causes issues within your relationship or the way they talk to you and your spouse doesn't understand it because that's what they were raised around. I feel like that's a very common issue in relationships is having maybe a friend that's too involved, maybe a previous girl that's a friend too involved. There has to be boundaries that are spoken and clear on the way that those things are. So that way, You've stated how you feel. You've stated your boundary. And if they continue to go over that boundary, then it's a conversation of, I don't know if this is going to work if you're not willing to respect the way that this makes me feel. Now, obviously, we can have very unrealistic boundaries sometimes and we sometimes need to have a conversation, but there are some things that are non-negotiable for you. It does not mean that if somebody sits there and says, well, that's a stupid boundary. Like, why do you care about that? It matters to you and that's what matters. If it makes you uncomfortable and it is something you are absolutely not willing to handle, then that's something that you need to understand about that yourself, that you're not broken. You're not wrong. It's a boundary. When I was growing up, I didn't go to parties. I didn't go out. I didn't drink because I did not want to drink. I did not want to. I mean, it was a lot of fear of not becoming my mother and people in my family that have alcohol issues. It was a decision and a boundary that I was not willing to cross. I did not want to go get drunk. I did not want to drive and drink. I did not want to go to a party. That was, I don't care what anyone else does. You go do you, boo. I'm not judging you. I'm not looking at you in any different way. That's what you want to do. It's not what I want to do. And I was unwilling to cross that boundary. And the friends that I had in my life respected that. They invited me because they knew that I wanted to be included, but they knew I wasn't going to come. They didn't pressure me to drink. They didn't make fun of me. They didn't mock me. They knew and understood why I didn't. Now, there are people that have been in my life that have questioned me and said, oh my gosh, it's just one drink. Oh my gosh, you're not going to become your mom. Don't worry about it. Because they don't get it. 
And there are some people that have never walked in your shoes. They've never walked in your shoes. They have no idea what it's like. And so don't let anyone belittle you or mock you or make you feel less than for having a boundary in your life because that is so healthy that you know that about yourself that you don't want to cross that and you don't want to overstep it. And so creating healthy boundaries doesn't mean that you're going to make a phone call and say, hey, I'm creating healthy boundaries today and this is something I'm not going to cross. Or maybe it's a friend that you know they've got to go. They are not calling you higher. And this goes back to the leveling up your circle podcast episode. If you haven't listened to that, we all got those friends. Okay. Those friends that were like, Gina, you got to go. You are not it. You're not the one. You're not helping me level up in my life. You're not making me feel good. You're not making me feel any better about the situation that I'm in. You're constantly jealous of me, whatever it may be. I'm not telling you to call Susie up and say, hey, uh, we can't be friends anymore. That's not what I'm saying. Having healthy boundaries is often unspoken. This makes me uncomfortable. I'm not going to partake in it. Hey, I'm busy. If they ask you to hang out, you know, it's something that I slowly start, you know, implementing. If it's somebody that I know this is not somebody I really want to have in my close circle. Hey, we're all going out on Saturday. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. I have plans, but thank you so much for considering me. If they continue to ask you to go places or try to call you or try to this, it's just kind of late. I mean, we know people can read the room. Okay. She's not answering. She doesn't want to go. She keeps declining me. She doesn't want to hang out. And that's kind of what I mean about having those unspoken boundaries and having those unspoken things that you don't necessarily have to tell people. You don't have to sit there and say, Hey, we're never going to talk again. Because like I said at the beginning, I'm really not confrontational. I don't want to cause issues. I just don't, I just kind of fade out. That's what I do. And so having that conversation with him and just, you know, talking about it, he was telling me this story about how he was, okay, if you know anything about ponds, there's like the nutrias that dig holes and like cause a lot of issues. Okay. You don't really have to know a lot about them, but that's just, that's something that you do and you have to cover the holes so that they don't mess up your pond. And so he, my counselor said that he was in a pond one time covering up nutria holes and one of his friends was wearing rain boots and they were so worried about water moccasin snakes. And he said that his friend was like, I just got bit by a snake. He's biting into my rubber boot and I can't get him off. Luckily he had those boots on. He was like, I can't get him off. He was like, I shook it. I shook it. I shook it. I couldn't get the snake off. And he was like, so I had to take a shovel and cut its head off. We all have those relationships, those people, those things that try to take a hold of us and try to surpass our boundaries. But sometimes you just have to cut it at the head. You have to completely remove it from your life, whether that be an addiction, whether that be something you're not willing to be around, whether that's an environment, a person, a location, a place, whatever that boundary is, you know what it is. As I'm speaking to you right now, you're thinking of it. Sometimes the only option you have is to completely cut it out. You can't put a toe in. You can't, oh, I'll hang out with them sometimes. Oh, I'll drink just a little bit this time. Oh, I'll watch this just sometimes. You have to completely cut it off sometimes to realize that you are healthier without it. You are better off without that person, without that thing, without that addiction. You have to implement those healthy boundaries in order to get to the things that you want to go to. Let's talk about having a successful business. You want to have a successful business. You probably can't binge watch Netflix every single day. You're going to have to cut it off at the head and say no TV until I can accomplish the things that I'm supposed to be doing. Now, many people won't make those decisions because they're too afraid of having to keep themselves from something that brings them joy because sometimes doing what is necessary isn't always convenient. We don't always want to do the thing that we don't want to do, even though we know that it's going to be better beneficial to us, beneficial to our business, beneficial to our relationship. Many of the things that are best for us are not easy. That's why people don't do them. 
but it is up to you to protect you because no one else is going to care about you as much as you do. No one's going to care about your boundaries the way you do. No one's going to care about the things that you love, the things that you don't love the way that you do. And so it is up to you to create that boundary. Make sure that people are aware. Make sure that people understand. If it makes you uncomfortable, hey, I don't really want to do that. It makes me uncomfortable. Hey, I don't really like the way you're speaking to me. This crosses my boundary. Hey, I don't really feel good about this, so I'm not going to do it. There's nothing wrong with that. You are your own person. You are in charge of your own happiness, in charge of your own life, in charge of getting to the calling that the Lord has called on your life. And if you feel that it is wrong and you don't like it, then don't do it. And it's not going to be an easy journey as you figure out the relationships and the things that you need boundaries with. And they're going to come with time. I feel like I've just gotten to this place where I have boundaries so much that I'm like, okay, this doesn't serve me. This relationship isn't serving me. This friendship isn't serving me. This thing that I'm doing. And it's even with myself. I know that sometimes if I don't get ready in the morning, I will spend the rest of the day on the couch. So my boundaries are, this is my non-negotiable of making sure that I get ready for the day is little things like that. Sometimes it's not even a complicated thing. I mean, we've been talking about like cutting off our, like our family and like our friends. Sometimes it's not that serious. Sometimes it's just creating boundaries within yourself of like, I don't feel comfortable following these people. They don't make me feel good about myself. I need to make sure that I meal prep because I know that I will eat too much of things that don't serve my body. So I have to meal prep. Okay. I know that I have to get all of my work done before I go do all these things because otherwise I won't do it. You have to have personal boundaries for yourself, your life, your health, your business, your relationships. It can be something extremely serious as far as maybe you have an addiction. You know you absolutely can't be around anyone that does that, participates that in environments that are around that. Maybe it's in a relationship and you've had toxic relationships in the past. I can pretty much guarantee that if you go back to that relationship and say like, dang, this is why I was having problems. (laughs) This is what I was going through because I didn't create boundaries. I didn't have boundaries. I was too afraid to state what makes me uncomfortable and what I don't like. And there's going to be times where, especially in your relationship, it's with your spouse. You can't just do that like unspoken thing I was talking about. You have to actually say, hey, I don't really like this. Now, oftentimes in a relationship, if you tell someone that they're doing something you don't like, sometimes it can end up not as great as you thought it was going to be. And they could get maybe a little bit hurt by something because they don't realize they're doing it or maybe they don't see your point of view. And that's where that communication is really going to have to come into play. But I really encourage you to go look at all the examples in the Bible of God having boundaries. I have a whole list of them here that I kind of looked up and was, you know, researching in the Bible. It talks about Jesus accepted his own personal limits, meeting his personal needs. He ate healthy foods. He got the sleep he needed and even took naps, took time to relax. He did a lot of walking. And you can see that in Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. He received support from friends. He sought the company of good people. Matthew 26, 36. He enjoyed solitude. He withdrew from the crowds to go away and retreat, to be alone, to pray, to walk through tribulations he was going through. Um, He unhurried the pace of life. And John and Mark, he wanted to embrace the cross. And so he understood that he had boundaries. He said no to inappropriate behavior. The whole entire Bible is talking about what's what you can do and what you can't do. He has boundaries for himself and for us. He said no to that inappropriate behavior of abuse in Luke, of demands in Luke, of entitlement in Matthew. Um, and so it talks about all these things and you can go through, I mean, it talks about addiction. It talks about exploitation. I mean, it talks about all the things. There's boundaries to marriage. There's boundaries to relationships. There's boundaries to the people that you're around. You cannot 
cannot be, you must be equally yoked with people. The Bible is a boundary and you can create healthy boundaries and it is good for you as a Christian to stay on your path in order to go fulfill the calling that the Lord has for you, to find the person you're supposed to be with, to find those good quality Christian friendships in your life, to have the success in your business that you want to have, to have the quality of life that you want. There must be boundaries. There must be. And I pray that you find them and that you feel confident and equipped as you do create those healthy boundaries and don't feel like I've always felt and feeling like it made me a bad person or that it made me feel like I was better than people or too good for people. It wasn't that. It was that I know where I want to go. I know where I came from. I know the things that I hold dear to my heart and I know the things that I don't want to be involved in. And I take pride in those things because I know that where I'm going, I've got to have those boundaries set in place. So I love you guys. I hope that this week's episode really filled you up and that you really start creating those healthy boundaries and just really watch the quality of your life get better and better and better. Bye friends. I just want to say thank you so much for listening this week and for hanging out with me. I hope that you took away some golden nuggets that you can apply to your daily life and you're finding the growth that you've been looking for. I know what it's like to be a woman in a world filled with doubt. And I hope that you're finding those things here that can actually help you live out the more that you're called to. If you head on over to my Instagram at Savache, I'm a lot more fun over there. And I know I told you that I'd be your personal hype girl. So you're going to find more hype over there. Click the link in my bio. There's actually a link called Ask Shay, and that is a space for you to submit any questions that you have for me. And then each week, I'm actually going to select one of those questions and I'm going to answer it on my podcast live for you. And who knows, maybe your question's going to be the lucky one that week. But before you go, make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss any of our girl talk. Next time, bring your coffee, maybe even your PJs, anything that you need to be extra comfortable because we have a lot to cover here. This is the Shay Speaks podcast, and I cannot wait to continue this conversation here next week.